0: Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every
1: day. Hey Blue fans, happy Friday. It's the weekend. We've made it. I will be getting supremely intoxicated this weekend. I'm very excited about it. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. This is a daily podcast on all things Columbus Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me next week to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So yesterday I brought you a little bit more of my conversation with Rob Eliano. Rachel Donner and Sarah Avampato about being LGBTQ plus in sports media. And I have a little bit more of that conversation to share with you today. So I will just get right into it.
2: I mean, I, you know, I, I, did I go and buy the incredibly gay hat that the Penguins put out? Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> because it was a great hat, but also at the same time, I'm like, are you gonna is this money just gonna go to what 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 are you doing with this money is it actually going to do something useful um but yeah like i just you just need those teams to stand up and and someone has to open the door and just barge through it and then i think we'll see more teams you know hopefully step up and you know not be horrible
0: yeah it feels very much like a after you, no, no, after you type Mm -hmm. situation. Like no one, no one wants to be first. Um, And yeah, I always, I'm always like, because like as evidenced by, by the Jersey, like I love rainbow stuff, like put rainbow logos on everything, but it does bother me that I don't know where the money goes. Uh, Like, and a lot of NHL teams are like, oh, well we, we give some of the proceeds to you can play. I'm like, okay, cool. What does you can play do with the money? No one knows. Like, if you go to their website, you can't find it. Like they're always like, we raise money to help like, raise awareness of being gay in sports, but you can't actually find what the money is used for, which bothers me. Um, and then like just the other day I saw there's a local company in Columbus that does a bunch of like fun t-shirts. Like they worked with Seth Jones on a bunch of different ones and they have like a really fun, like DJ MDZ for Michael Del Zotto, And it's in like these Miami vice, like hot pink and blue like graffiti design and it's super cool and they came out with a, a rainbow one and they were like hockey is for everyone look at this rainbow shirt and i was like oh cool which lgbtb charity are you donating the proceeds to and they're like we give money to youth hockey inside and outside of columbus and i'm like so none and then i decided that this wasn't worth my time to argue with someone else jumped in on the thread and then eventually they were like we're looking into co- to charities that we can donate to but it is very much like a They see this as an opportunity to take our money and then not put it back into the community, which which bothers me because I would love to buy every single rainbow hat ever. I have a number of very cool gay hats, um, but I don't necessarily want to fund this like I want to buy things because I want them to know that like rainbow merch sells. Because obviously that's what drives their desire to do it again. But I also don't want to support it if it's not going to the people that need it. Like if this if these, you know, pride taped sticks or rainbow jerseys or whatever are going to just straight into the team's pockets, then I don't want any part of that. But like again, just kind of going back to to this jersey, I know the I think it was it was a week after the game. They basically said so they raffled off Zach's on the night for like the shirt off the back, which was really cool. And then they sold the rest of them online and they're like giving the proceeds to a charity and then the PR guy actually messaged me and was like do you know of any local queer charities that we can give the money to because that was you know it was important that that was where the money went and then you look at you know the average NHL team who's like yeah we're gonna raffle these rainbow taped sticks up and send half the money to you can play and half the money to the Blue Jackets Foundation or whatever which I know for a fact is not Sending any money to to queer people, it just it feels a little bit like a, feels a little bit like a kick in the teeth. Like they, they want to take our money, but they don't actually want to have to do it. Like they don't actually want to have anything to do with us beyond taking our money.
2: Yeah, I looked. I, I I looked it up just because now I was curious as to who got the like two cents from the Penguins stuff that I bought, and they they do at least. Uh, they they did the game with the Buffalo Sabers, and they actually did a whole big it was actually a very good like production essentially between both of the teams and a partnership of both of those teams to be like, yes, this is our pride night. Um, But Pittsburgh sent the, uh, or it was like their featured nonprofits, they call it. So again, who knows how much money they actually got, Uh, but they split between you can play, which as we discussed, who knows what that money goes to. Um, And then uh, a group called the Pittsburgh Tigers, which is a, a group that kind of helps encourage hockey fans and players and uh, they, they play in leagues in Pittsburgh and it's, you know, essentially the Pittsburgh gay hockey organization and Buffalo also supported a couple of local organizations as well. But yeah, the Kings, I'm pretty sure when they did theirs um, I'm pretty sure the money just went to the Kings care foundation, which is great because it helps, uh, you know, the Kings care foundation helps under, you know, underprivileged families in Los Angeles and works with children's hospitals and stuff, but did, did the money from the, uh, the that I dropped on the, uh, the rainbow Jersey Go to anywhere that was supporting queer people. I, I doubt it, which kind of stinks, especially because it's Los Angeles, like,
1: yeah, and like I get the <laughs> in just a minute. I've got a little bit more in my conversation with Robbie, Rachel and Sarah.
0: I get that, you know, a lot of like um, like homeless charities and things like that. you know the the benefit the people who benefit from from those kind of charities are overwhelmingly LGBT. <laughs> wow, LGBT. (laughs) Um, Have fun editing that one out, Sean. Um, They are overwhelmingly LGBT. And so it's very much like the money is not directly going to queer people explicitly, but it is at least kind of going in the right direction. And I get that, you know, when you donate money to youth hockey, inevitably, you know, if they haven't been chased out of the sport, there are going to be some queer kids there that will benefit. But it does kind of, I do wish that they would just say, listen, this is, this is gay money and we are sending it to gay people because that's how things should work. I feel like Montreal actually just to, just to segue a little bit, I feel like Montreal sent their money to like a queer youth charity, Um, which is why like in, in the very beginning of the season I said, okay, for every blue jacket shut out, I'm going to send $5 to a um, Columbus based uh, anti-bullying organization specifically for kind of, young adult queer young adults and and teenagers and a dollar for every Oliver Bjorkstrand goal and i feel like that turned into like 30 bucks total because the team was awful but i wanted to i made i wanted to go out of my way to say listen i it's important that i support queer people in this community because you know as a queer person i want to feel like the money that i spend is helping the people who need it and not just going directly into like the pockets of whoever runs, you can play in the minute, which I, I have a whole, I have a whole spiel that I could do on, on, you can play. I'm not going to, but uh, <laughs> I have a whole, I have a whole grievance with, with them.
3: So I will say that like, you know, there, there are definitely a lot of organizations out there that like, you know, across, across other sports that will, that, that will still, you know, make those kind of contributions to, you know, local queer organizations. Yeah, um, one cross sport um, that will come to mind. Now, obviously I'm a huge Bay Area sports fan the giants or they they're one of the, one of the big ones. They do that. And I think this, this month, they are been doing a lot of money to San Francisco pride. And I think maybe even other, other, um, organizations, but they're huge on that. So that's like, we'll see well, those organizations that, that do do that, which is and those that are open about it. It's fantastic.
4: And obviously the WNBA are the standard bearers in terms of community involvement and, activism in the context of sports and I, I think that they're the role model that other leagues should be looking to in terms of how to put these you know the these words into action
0: yeah definitely I wish like I have I have some issues with the Child that are not you know relevant to, to this discussion at all but you know one of the big things is I wish they were more like the WNBA in terms of their like community outreach their charitable donations and it just it feels a little bit like the nwhl is trying to be a little bit like they're trying to follow the nhl's model which is very much you know it's kind of an insular we only help other hockey players type situation but yeah the the NW the NWA the wnba has um really kind of changed how i look at how a team can interact with the people that watch the sport. Because, again, I feel like the the WNBA has a majority women following and a majority queer following, you know? It feels like it's a, a, and a majority, like, people of colour following. And so they are the most tapped into kind of that, that aspect of community. And I feel like the, N- the NHL, and to an extent the NWHL, just doesn't have that because it is mostly, you know, rich, straight, white guys.
4: Yeah intersectionality is definitely something that hockey holistically and the NHL has to work harder at and and recognizing when intersectionality comes into play and the fact that it is such a predominantly white sport affects how they address misogyny and gay rights and trans rights and and all of this you know, all of these different communities that there are overlapping issues, right? So I think that hockey has the furthest to go simply because of how white it is.
3: I think that's, I think, and I'll say this, I think that's uh, one of the things that uh, made it harder for me as someone to come out because, because uh, you know, I am of uh, Hispanic and, as well as Asian descent. So I'm already <laughs> working, working hard as someone covering hockey. And then it's start to add in a you know, queer identity into that, it's like, it's like slowly moving down, having to work much harder than, you know, the guy next to me, a, you know, cis, straight, white male who's already, you know, got, got everything taken care of for him.
1: Coming up in just a minute, I've got the end of my conversation about being LGBTQ plus in sports media. But first, I want to tell you about Bill Barr. If you don't know what Bill Barr is, you're about to find out. Bilbar is a delicious, nutritious protein bar that is the best on the market. They have nine incredible flavors, including coconut almond, cherry, mint brownie. There's something for everyone at Build Bar. and they also have like occasional limited time flavors. I believe there is a banana bread flavor happening right now that is available just for a couple of days. So if that sounds like something you're into, then you better you better jump straight on that. And not only are they delicious, they're also good for you. They Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Like, that's... If you're the kind of guy that goes to the gym, then that's perfect for you to get that extra kick of protein. Or if, like me, the most exercise you do is kind of jogging up and down the stairs after the dog that your dog's sitting, then Built Bar is for you as well. And best of all... If you go to builtbar.com, you promo code locked15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, that is promo code locked15 for 15% off at builtbar.com.
0: Yeah. And when we try and get into the sports, and like, again, it's not necessarily a queer thing, it's a, a gender thing as well. It's, well, wh- why would you hire this woman? Surely there was 10 men that were more qualified. You're just doing this for like affirmative action or whatever. And I feel like with every kind of different, um, flavor of um minority i guess you are then it gets you know you have to work 10 times as hard than the average like and again i i benefit from this more than more than most i think because you know i think to to all intents and purposes i do present as you know a, a white guy and that has a lot of heft in in the nhl but i also think that i have to work harder than the average cis Cisgender heterosexual guy because I am neither of those things, but then you you know you add like being a woman on top of that you know being a queer woman of color is so much harder than being you know just your average like white gay man for example, you know I'm sure that we could talk for hours and hours and hours about this kind of thing I know that I could but I never shut up so it's it's pretty easy for me to find something to to ramble about um but if you know people want to kind of see more of of what you guys are about if they want to follow the show um i know we haven't really talked a lot about specific teams here but if people want to kind of learn more about the the coyotes if they want to know more about like queer advocacy in arizona specifically uh robbie where can they where can they find you and and your show
3: yeah. So you can, you can find me myself on Twitter. I'm at Rob on one uh, locked on coyotes is, uh, is at LO underscore coyotes. Um, and we're available everywhere. You get your podcast as well. we're, again, you'll hear me talk about everything, everything coyotes, everything Connor Garland and Jacob chicken and all my favorite guys. Um, but that's where, that's where you can find me. Cool. Sarah, where can we, where can we find you?
2: Um, if you want to experience the unique pain of being a Los Angeles Kings fan and just knowing nothing but failure lately, Um, Yes, we have Stanley Cups. Yes, we're bad now. Leave me alone. Uh, You can find find Locked on Los Angeles Kings wherever you get podcasts as well. It's on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings, uh, where I do things like yell at the team and be sad that they traded Jeff Carter. Um, I'm on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E Said Sarah with an H. Yes, it's a pun. If you know the joke, um, you're awesome. Uh, And I'm also over there yelling about sports a lot. And uh, Locked on NHL, our national show. Um, I host Mondays where I talk with other local hosts from across the network. And Wednesdays uh, where I talk with uh, Oilers dude, Tom Gazzola, uh, all about stuff happening in the sort of Western conference when we go back to having conferences. And Locked on NHL is at Locked on NHL, at Locked on NHL Pods on Twitter. And that's all I do.
0: You can always tell when it's been a slow week in the NHL, because Sarah will text me at like 11 p.m. my time and be like, hey, do you want to come talk about John Tortorella on the
4: national show? I'm like, sure. (laughs) Yeah, let's yell about stuff. It's cool. Uh, Where can we find you, Rachel? Uh, I, like I said, am the co-host of Locked On Flyers with my amazing co-host, Danielle. We are on Twitter at Locked On Flyers, and we talk about Gritty a lot because Gritty is the best, but we also talk about our goaltending woes and the fact that we have not won a Stanley Cup since I was 18 months old, like I said, and... Uh, you know, lots of, lots of good stuff going on in Flyers land this off season, and then you can find me personally on Twitter at Miriam. That's r-m-i-r-i-a-m. Cool. So, uh, yeah, you can find me at
0: Jay the Goalie. Uh, you can also find me at L O underscore Blue Jackets. I do Lockdown Blue Jackets, as we mentioned at the top of the show. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple is still doing what Apple does, I think. Um, so. That might be an issue, but you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Odyssey. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Audible, I discovered um, the other day, which is very exciting. Um, but if you want to talk about blue jackets, then that's where to find me. If you want to talk about queer things, if you want to look at some of the pieces that I've written, uh, I did a whole bunch of stuff for LGTB History Month back in February, where I talked to um, Rob Gillis and Zach Sullivan and Jessica Platt and Kurtz Gabriel about either being queer in hockey or being an ally in a place where there are no queer people to be seen. Um, So if that's something that you're interested in, you can find me over at my uh, regular Twitter. I do also uh, do terrible puns and occasional dog pictures and yelling. But uh, I think that's, that is all from us here at Locked On Presents. You will find all of us at our, our usual shows yelling about, how our teams are terrible and not in the playoffs, uh, but everyone enjoyed. Wow, that is day. all of us. <laughs> that is that is fully all of us. Uh, oh
4: great! You guys Just enjoy nothing the but pain.
1: I think that's all the time I have for today. Next week, I will be sitting down with Jack Bushman of Locked On Blackhawks to talk about a potential Seth Jones to Chicago trade, and I will also be sitting down with Harrison Lee of Locked On Winnipeg Jets to talk about the Dubois Line trade, how that turned out for both teams, who is the short-term winner, etc., etc. So, two very exciting conversations, I'm sure. And uh, so, make sure. Make sure you tune in for those. I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at JayTheGoalie. You can follow this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jackets. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Have a wonderful weekend and make sure you stay locked on.